0: This is the Truth Hurts program. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Truth Hurts program with Steve Z. Coming to you this morning, December the 5th, Monday, from behind the steering wheel, as I operate the old F 250 on America's highways. I'm headed westbound this morning, as I do every other Monday, to Baton Rouge, Louisiana, the corrupt state capital of the state of Louisiana, whose governor is Democrat Tinkerbell John Bell Edwards. I can't really say that. For a Democrat, John Bell Edwards is not bad. Really, he is pro gun, he is pro life for the most part. And I think most Americans are pro-life except, you gotta put that asterisk in there, in the case of rape or incest or mortality issues for the unborn child or danger medical, true danger medical issues for the would-be mother. Excuse me. I don't think anyone reasonably in their minds thinks that if the medical professionals are honest, which doesn't always happen. But if they're honest and they say, listen, lady, if you carry this baby to full term, this baby with spina bifida and all of these other diseases and problems that your body should have rejected in the form of a miscarriage, and now if you carry this defective fetus to full term, You too will die because of X, Y, Z, reason. I think that a sane, reasonable person, because remember, no one on planet Earth is perfect. No one on planet Earth right now, alive today, is perfect. Not a single one. I think a sane, reasonable, thinking person would say, yes, in this particular case, I understand this this life should be terminated I often struggle with the rationale that some so-called Christians feel is okay to kill a rapist a murderer a child molester it is okay to impose the death penalty upon a hardened criminal but it's not okay to terminate the life of an infant in the womb who could not possibly survive without living a life of excruciating pain or physical ailment or inability to function as a normal human being. That has often puzzled me throughout my life. I agree that some people just need killing. And those are the people who violate our laws by raping young children, raping women, carjacking and dragging an elderly woman to her death. Anyone who commits cold blooded murder, they need killing. Old Testament stuff, eye for an eye, etc. But I also understand, I don't necessarily agree in support and support, and I wouldn't go out in the street and protest for a woman's right to murder her child because the child is an inconvenience, because she don't feel like she wanna take care of no more children. Hell, our government has done enough to push abortion without paying for it as they do, supporting groups that perform abortions for profit, that murder otherwise healthy, normally growing, normally developing young fetuses, young human lives in the mother's womb. And they say, no, 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 you need to kill that baby. You need to murder that baby right now because we have an urgent need for little spleens and little kidneys and little pancreases and little livers and little lungs and some little eyes We need some more collagen for our shampoo businesses that buy all the collagen that comes out of aborted fetuses. You need to murder that unborn child. I don't agree with that at all. I don't agree that those murder-for-profit companies should be in business at all. It just ain't right. I will say, again, there are certain legitimate medical justifications for terminating a pregnancy. Ectopic pregnancies, for example, are still pregnancies, right? There should be no requirement that that child who could never be born, could never form normally, never come to term to be born. There's no need to put the woman's life in jeopardy. All right, enough about abortion this morning. That's five minutes into today's program that I think common-sense-thinking Americans all understand and agree with. And I'll say if you don't agree, then maybe you're not common-sense or thinking. Just the just thought. It is Monday, the fifth day of December, and that means 23 months into the gropey Joe Biden administration the most corrupt, least transparent administration since the Obama administration was not very transparent. Remember the nasty little Hunter Biden laptop? Yeah, many of you think still, falsely of course, that it didn't exist or it was the product of Russian disinformation and that it was somehow produced by the Trump administration. Do you remember when ABC CBS, NBC, CNN, MSNBC, HLN, and other mainstream, progressive, liberal, woke news media outlets did not cover the Hunter Biden story, except to lie to you, even though it was reported to have been legitimate by the Washington Post and other conservative media outlets, Remember when those other news outlets that I mentioned a moment ago lied to you for over a year telling you there was no credible evidence about the Hunter Biden laptop story? Things found on that laptop are said to include the Biden crime family's direct quid pro quo involvement with Burisma, the natural gas company utility of the Ukraine. Why do you say quid pro quo, Steve Z? Well, it's quite obvious. The United States has poured hundreds of billions of dollars into Ukraine, some in the form of military assistance. We've certainly given them billions upon billions of dollars in direct financial aid in cash, in weapons, in technology, in ammunition. And I'm sure some of that money is getting right into the back pockets of certain political leaders in the Ukraine. Oh, yes. The Biden administration owes them a debt of gratitude Because had they not followed Joe Biden's directives as the vice president, and Joe Biden withheld a billion dollars in financial aid to that country while Joe Biden was the vice president, in exchange for terminating the prosecutor, the federal national prosecutor of the Ukraine, who was investigating and about to break a major story about Hunter Biden, the inept incompetent, inexperienced member of the board of directors of the Barisma National Gas Utility Company. Funny how that works. That was completely not covered by the news media. I have seen firsthand the video of Joe Biden bragging to a group of Democratic political fundraisers on how I wanted that prosecutor fired. And I told the Ukraine president, if you don't fire the prosecutor, you don't get the billion dollars. Someone said, you don't have that authority. Only the president has that authority. And Joe Biden said, I looked at that man and said, call him, call him. He's the one who told me this. Go ahead and call Barack. Guess what? I said, I'm getting on a plane in six hours. If the prosecutor that's looking into my son's illegal ill-gotten gains and illegal and illicit and immoral and unethical dealings isn't fired, you're you not going to get the billion dollars. You're going to lose a billion dollars. Whoo, guess what? Joe Biden said. They fired the prosecutor. Hot damn, they fired the prosecutor. He laughed. Everyone in the room uncomfortably chuckled that loose lips, hair plugs wearing, mopey dopey, little girl gropey, pedophile Pete, Joe Biden, extorted another nation for a billion dollars for personal family ties, personal gain. Wow. Did CBS launch an investigation? Hell no. Did NBC or ABC call for an investigation? Nope. Did MSNBC, HLN, or CNN say, hey, this doesn't look right. We should have a special prosecutor look into this? Uh uh-uh. uh. They buried the story. They ran something like Bruce Jenner has tits, but he's still got his balls and his penis. They ran some silly story about Bubba Wallace and a noose in a garage, which turned out just to be a piece of string they used to open and close a garage door. They ran stories about Jussie Smollett, a homosexual, queer, gay, black actor who was about to lose his job on the television series on, uh, what was that called? Who cares? Who even cares anymore? So he made up a story, Jussie Smollett did. Empire, thank you, thank you, Mr. Producer, thank you. Empire. He was about to lose his job on the show Empire because the series was coming to an end and Jussie Smollett thought, geez, my bit part on this show is about to end and I'm going to have to go back to waiting tables and being a barista making coffee for white people. Oh, God, I can't do that. I know. I'll make up a lie that two redneck white, red MAGA hat wearing white supremacists beat me up and tried to set me on fire or pour bleach on me to turn me white and they shouted the n-word that rhymes with bigger at me they called me the n-word that rhymes with bigger, oh my god oh those news networks, they kept that story alive for weeks, hell for months they wouldn't report on the Hunter Biden laptop which also had detailed business dealings of the big guy pedophile Pete Mopy dopey little girl gropey Joe Biden and his 10% cut of all of the Biden family's illegal, immoral, unethical business dealings. Oh, they sought to make sure that laptop story was buried because old hair plugs Joe was running for president at the time against the wildly popular and successful president Donald Trump. Did you pick up on any of this weekend's television news stories? Did you pick up your internet this weekend and take a look at the latest Donald Trump scandal they're trying to foist upon you? Supposedly now, they twisted Donald Trump's words again, supposedly he is calling for a suspension of the United States Constitution and a military-style return to him as pow- uh, in power as the president. Not exactly what Donald Trump said, but the media twisted it and twisted it and turned the words around and made up more lies about Donald Trump. Listen, I don't want Donald Trump to run again. Sorry. He did a great thing his first three years in office, despite being just totally vilified by the media for three years. The economy was on track. We did not have the massive crime waves we have right now. We had no supply chain shortages. And we had, even though Dr. Fufufuchi tried his best to destroy Donald Trump's COVID response, we had a far, far better COVID response under Donald Trump than we ever did under Joe Biden. Joe Biden lied and said he was gonna shut down the virus but not the economy. Donald Trump had roughly 12 months in office during the Wuhan China novel coronavirus pandemic of 2019. And he presided over 220,000 deaths in America from COVID, of COVID, or if someone got burned up in a fire or blown up in a car crash or had a heart attack and died and they did a blood test and found one little COVID cell. They tried to say that was a COVID death. We fast forward during Joe Biden's first 12 months in office He presided over nearly 1 million COVID deaths. By the way, we've surpassed that milestone way, way, way back over a million COVID deaths and over a million COVID deaths on Joe Biden's watch. Where do you find out about that on CBS, NBC, ABC, CNN, HLN, MSNBC, CNBC? Any of those stations who made sure every single show had the rolling COVID death numbers on the national scale and state by state, city by city. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You knew as an American, while Donald Trump was president, exactly how many people died from the Wuhan China novel coronavirus. Joe Biden took office, someone used a magic eraser and got rid of the constant COVID crawl, the messaging on the side or on the bottom or on the top of your television screen, suddenly there was no interest in how many people died of COVID. Because during Joe Biden's watch, that number more than quadrupled. On Joe Biden's first year in office, the number of people who died of COVID, from COVID, by COVID, quadrupled since Joe Biden took office in his first year alone. And now we're almost to the end of his second year. Where is the message? Dr. Fucci was probably told, all right, buddy, that's enough. We can't start talking about masks unless we think we're going to lose the midterm elections. We'll call you back out if we need you again. But Fucci, oh, Fucci, he loves the limelight, the spotlight, the glare of the television screen, the cameras in his face, the microphones. He loves it. But you see, Fafucci has long outlived his usefulness to the Democrats, to the Biden administration. Hell, I don't think it'll be very long before he comes out with a tell all book. Maybe he'll come down with some horrific disease. And on his deathbed, realizing there is a god and he will rot in eternal hell for everything he did to our nation might have a deathbed confession and say you know what the democrats blank 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 and the media will refuse to cover it they'll say oh he was he was losing his mind towards the end he was demented sick twisted mentally deranged and they'll ignore him it's a shame Half of the national population of the United States of America is dumb enough to believe the lies that have been foisted upon them. It is disheartening, somewhat concerning to me, that half of our population is so very brainwashed that they truly, in their hearts, believe without question the lies that have been spewed by the Biden administration and the Democrat party. They honestly, truly believe in their hearts that somehow, even though inflation remains now at a 40 plus year high for Biden's entire presidency, that their lives are somehow better. They firmly believe because they've been lied to over and over and over again. They firmly believe that this inflation is somehow either Donald Trump's fault, Vladimir Putin's fault, the guy who runs the gas station at the corner convenience store's fault, or maybe even Elon Musk's fault. Because Elon Musk is letting Mr. Trump back onto Twitter By the way, Trump, I don't think, has much desire to go back on Twitter. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me type thing. My Truth Hurts program listeners, speaking of Elon Musk, he is now somehow the bad guy, according to the Biden administration. The White House says, Joe Biden says, they're going to be keeping an eye on Twitter. Keeping an eye on Twitter. Elon Musk. Why? Well, because he is no longer their boy. He is no longer doing some of the evil things that Twitter was doing prior to Elon Musk's takeover of that media outlet. Why did you call them a media outlet, Steve Z? Because they are a media outlet. They are a media outlet just as much as NBC, Fox News, facebook cbs instagram nbc abc msnbc hln media look up the actual definition look up the phrase news media any organization that presents the news the truth hurts program is considered news media because we report the news we report the events and occurrences of our country we are considered a media outlet joe bob jenkins the guy on the corner wearing the suspenders the overalls the plaid shirt the blue jeans if he picks his phone up and turns it sideways or doesn't turn it sideways Flips on his live stream camera and records police beating some guy. And he sends that out. He shares it with his friends. And Joe Bob is also considered the media. It is one of the guarantees set forth in the First Amendment to the United States Constitution. Anyone can be a citizen journalist in this country. Anyone can be the news media. There are no credentials. There's no such thing as a press pass. Now, certain private events will issue press passes to certain individuals of certain networks, magazines, newspapers, But the law, the Constitution of the United States of America guarantees you the right to freedom of speech in the First Amendment, the Bill of Rights. You weren't granted the right to freedom of speech. God, our Creator, granted us all unalienable human rights in the form of our being here on planet Earth. The Constitution and the Bill of Rights, the amendments, the first 10 amendments to the US Constitution, do not grant you a right. They guarantee you the God-given right that we all share. Do not ever be fooled into making the mistake of thinking the government has given you the right to free speech. They did not, it was not theirs to give. They did not give you the right to free speech. They simply put it in writing and guaranteed what you already had the right to free speech, freedom of assembly, freedom of expression, freedom of religion, meaning freedom to practice your religion, to worship your deity, your God, your supreme being. The right to the press, freedom of the press. Anyone can tell a story. As long as it's a truthful and honest story, that right is guaranteed to you. And unfortunately, the right is guaranteed to you to make up a story. There might be some legal, civil liabilities, consequences, if certain parties go after you for lying. But the fact of the matter is, my friends, Twitter is a media company a media outlet they don't just have a walter cronkite and a barbara walters giving the news they allow every single person on planet earth to contribute to their news media organization their followers not much different than the viewers that are tracked by the nielsen ratings company or the arbitron or the birch rating companies Twitter followers are no different than viewers to late night television shows or evening news shows or morning news shows the more popular a television news anchor is, the more followers he or she might have, those people will religiously tune in to the evening news to watch their favorite news anchor whether it be Lester Holt or Car- T- Tucker Carlson, excuse me. You are following this program. The the Truth Hurts program is a news and opinion and entertainment program. And all nine of my listeners. <laughs> nine. That's funny. All of my listeners, my friends are my followers. Think about that. When you take 30 minutes of your day to listen to the latest edition of the Truth Hurts program, it's just like when someone watches the evening news. 30 minutes. The difference, of course, here is I'm telling you the truth. And right now, Twitter is being embattled. They are under fire by the Biden administration, who thinks that because gropey Joe Biden is sitting in the puppet chair in the White House, that somehow he, through instruction by his puppet masters, those pulling his strings, he has some kind of authority or power to spy on the Twitter organization. They really, really hate actor James Woods in the White House. The Democratic Party cannot stand him. And they've gotten together and colluded with their friends in Hollywood, and that's why you don't see James Woods, an accomplished actor, by the way, in his own right. You don't see him on movies or television shows anymore. The Democratic Party has effectively canceled him by labeling him as a MAGA-supporting, Trump-supporting, far-right-wing radical. Somehow, some way. James Woods has been targeted by the Biden regime and the Democratic Party, and that's why you don't see him anymore. There are lots of actors that you might say, hey, gee, I don't see this guy anymore. I don't see that girl anymore. What, whatever happened to Will Smith? Well, Will Smith, he did it to himself by the fake slapping of Chris Rock during that award ceremony that nobody watched. More people watched Will Smith slapped Chris Rock on YouTube, by the way, more people to the tunes, I believe, of two million more people, or was it 20 million? 20 million, I'm sorry, 20 million more people watched Will Smith's fake slap on the face of Chris Rock at that Useless Awards ceremony than watched the actual Useless Awards ceremony. It's a shame what we've done to this country. Anyway, Twitter now under fire. Oh, yeah, Twitter's an evil organization now. Twitter is getting ready to expose all of the evidence that they were given when they were a Democratic supporting media outlet. Elon Musk now owns Twitter. Therefore, he owns all of that information and he's getting ready to make it public. I think we're getting closer to the day I predicted over two years ago before Joe Biden actually... his feeble fingers on the holy bible and lied i think we're actually getting closer to the time now where the democratic party is done with joe biden and we'll start to find a way to get him out we shall see that's all the time i have for this morning's edition of the truth hurts program happy monday and we'll see you next time bye bye for now Thank you for listening to the Truth Hurts program with Steve Z. Opinions expressed are protected free speech under the First Amendment to the U.S. Constitution. I apologize if you were offended, but I retract nothing. Background music by Jason Shaw and Audionautics. This program was prerecorded.